0: DCM works. We tried to bring Sexy back without a receipt.
1: It was probably a song that reminded me of it,
0: or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice.
1: Writing is definitely an isolating
0: thing. From an outside perspective, that's weird as fuck. Makes us look really Um, mental, but that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the off Podcast, official podcast of Digital Creative Media Works. My name is David DC, I'm creative director, Lee right. I'm joined as always by my co-host Ben. Dude, that was so smooth Dude, as Dude, how stuff. good was that, that shit? That was just like, just, just, mm. damn, all Finger, of the nuts. Girl, hold me back, baby. That was pretty good. So this week, Ben, we are talking mm. about the storytelling of Alice Isn't Dead.
0: Oh, Spooky.
1: This is actually our first, I think officially, our this first
0: look at meta. a podcast. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it a podcast. I'd call it a radio play. Which is... But it's for free on the internet, so it's a podcast. Yeah.
1: And if there's anything I know about the internet, it's that they love Night Vale, and I don't. So that's kind of where I yeah. want to start. So, uh, so I guess so. We'll start with Night Vale, I guess? Well, I, I guess I'll explain briefly where this came from and how it came sure. about. So, the guy who writes Night Vale, Joseph Fink, Fink. Um, he Mr. also Fink. writes... He writes all of this stuff. Alice isn't dead yeah. um uh he were well, not by oh, himself okay so he wrote this with someone else whose name I for- forgot already he has a
0: very soft voice
1: yes he's a he's a soft baby boy yeah um but the premise of this uh, it basically follows uh this this girl whose name you don't actually find out the narrator um she gets yeah, several you get, nicknames, you get nicknames yeah. um but so the, the the narrator is driving across America in this truck looking for her wife who she thought was dead um, but who she saw on the news at all of these, like, crises and murders and stuff, and she's going around America looking for her wife. Yeah. She's gonna turn the fan down.
0: <laughs> showing up on the mic. say, a little noise. There's, like, a lot of back... I mean, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the program we
1: use will get rid of it, but it's yeah. easier if it's less. Sure. Um, yeah, so it's, like, the basic premise, but you go through, and she kind of uncovers these mysteries <laughs> in these different parts of America, and she's pursued by this thistle man. Yeah. Um, who's, like, this serial killer...
0: Yeah, Um, he's just serial serial killer, um, just all-around creepy man. Just incredibly creepy. Yeah.
1: I will say this before we get into, like, the nuts and bolts of it. I really... I I don't dislike Night Vale. I got to about the 30th episode, um, and I kind of was... I was with it when it first came out, so I kind of, like, was... You up to date? yeah, Yeah. I was at the time, and I was staying up to date, and I was enjoying it, but I got to about 30, and what started to happen isn't that it got worse. I just think that... They didn't stop. Yeah, and like the the good thing about Alice isn't dead is that it clearly had structure, clearly had an, an end. ending, yeah, and it felt like it was ready to end. Yeah, and that's something that I think I was ready to stop listening. To yeah. yeah, and that was why Night Vale was like, I was like, okay, I can't do this. And I get why people still do; it's really good. And uh, apparently, their live shows are
0: sensational. Yeah, but I, I just think
1: I just think they got to a point where they they needed to stop. Yeah, I and, didn't get you
0: know I didn't get that far into Night because vale, when it like when it came out, I wasn't I didn't follow it. Um, I just knew there was this weird Night Vale thing that everyone on Tumblr was going crazy about. Um that's about most of the exposure I had for a long time. Um and then Yeah, the internet fucking loves it. Yeah, and then I just watched it listened to it, I guess, for the you know, and I got like ten episodes in and I enjoyed it. Like I think Night Vale was cool. Yeah. Um but like, yeah, it's definitely the kind of thing that has an expiry date. I imagine yeah. thirty episodes is probably about as much as I could handle for yeah. Night Vale. Because it it's funny and like the the first couple of other like the first couple of episodes you kind of get all of the jokes because most of the jokes in Night Vale are like 50% writing and like 150% delivery yep um, and once you get all of, like, once you get, like, the six different ways that the narrator can deliver something in a really weird, esoteric way... You hear... You've heard it all. You've you heard know.
1: you've heard all the different kinds of jokes. Yeah,
0: like, the you know, the, the joke where they just have run-on, like, poetry, basically. Yep. Where they just keep it going and going, and then they slowly raise the backing track, and you're like, wow, this is really creepy. And it's like, that gets old? It gets old. I- it's actually the reason why in, um... Uh... Alice Isn't Dead I ended up like as soon as I heard as <laughs> soon as I heard Mr. Fink start talking at the end I just fucking skipped it yeah. cuz I could not give a flying fuck about why the chicken crossed the road that joke wasn't ever funny no. So like the uh, I my, just ramble about like the, you can rant about that specific segment. So like I enjoyed Alice Wasn't Dead but like every part of the audio recording that wasn't Alice Wasn't Dead is the worst like shittiest piece of media I've ever digested mm-hmm. Because it is, like... Like, I get it. You're advertising, you're telling us what the stuff is, but, like, you know, if if you're trying to make the hook where, like, you want people to listen to the end of the episode so that they go through all the ads, and your hook is simply, we're gonna say something funny when we answer the question, why'd the chicken cross the road? You've lost me after the first time I heard it. Yeah. You know? Like, the first episode, I stuck around, I was just like, well, what are they gonna say about why the chicken yeah, cross yeah. the road? And then they just did this thing that they do in Nightvale where they just run on sentence. And I was just like, yeah, I guess like you know, I've had that before in Nightvale. Yep. And then they do it in every episode. Yep. And I was just like, nah, <laughs> I'm skiffing you, man. But,
1: and here's the thing though, is I think that for their standard for their typical audience, it's like this thing they want. it's perfect yeah. for. Them. But it's for like us the kind we're of like people
0: that would enjoy poetry slam and we do not enjoy poetry yeah, it's slam. It's exactly the problem. Yeah.
1: But I'll say this about that that's an idea. Uh, something that Roman Mars said um a few weeks ago on 99% Invisible. Um he t- was talking about the fact that they try and keep their ads to the end of the show. Yeah. He's like, it's not just because I want to like interfere with the content, but it also is people that stay to the end tend to be the ones who are engaged who enough,
0: care enough to then go and yeah. buy something
1: or to then all of these engage. ads
0: were at the start.
1: Which again, not I only, get only were it.
0: they at the start, they were after the hook audio. So mm. you had the hook audio, and then you're like, oh, cool. Yep. And then you had the intro intro music, I think, and then you would have. Joseph Fink introduced the episode, and I don't like his voice, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um yeah. Then you would have him talk about Audible or Squarespace, and I'm like, get fucked. <laughs> like, I dude.
1: They just needed to be A, briefer, and B, they should have got... At the end. <laughs> well, at the they end. do it at the end as well, anyway. But, but I, I get why it's at the There's start. There's like three minutes
0: to... of ads at the end of each episode. I get it.
1: They have to make money, but it's yeah. like, keep... I mean, keep we them we the
0: same, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's we like... We
0: try to not... Like, most of our ads are fairly just they just attach to the end of episodes yeah not, i i try not to like alice isn't dead it ends and then you're like all right it's done i'm gonna go to the next episode and skip these ads
1: yeah but i think and and that's which again is fine because you're dedicated listener you're probably gonna listen to the ads anyway but yeah i guess the problem i kind of have with the way that they did it in a few of the episodes was having those beginning hooks actually really interfered with like the content because there are a few episodes where i was like Oh shit! What's gonna like? Genuinely, I was like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, and then you, know,
0: you lose interest because well, you you. I don't know if just, it's interest, but you lose focus. Yeah, because you're
1: waiting for it to end, and then when when the sto- when the podcast does start again, you're almost so not. How much time focused. passes
0: between, like the opening hook and the, you know, the actual? Well, I suppose content. It, it it depends on. It's, yeah. It would be even worse if you if you end some of the cliffhanger episodes. Listen through all the ads and then wait a start... Week. No, but, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, wait two weeks, because they yeah. came out every two weeks. Well, even if you're even if you listening to them one after the other, like I was, mm. where you, you know... Like, it just breaks so much of the flow. And I guess, yeah, it's part of the format. We are kind of ragging more of the format well, at the moment. I, but but that's, I think that's it's, where we should start, and then we can get into the like, yeah. actual story.
1: Because the format does severely impact the way that you experience something. Yeah. And at this
0: point, they should know that. The better. format also does, for me, shed light on some of the issues that I had with... The writing itself. I think they're the fairly actual... intertwined, because... And at this point as well, well, like... Because I I assume that it's all written by Fink. Like, it all... Or even if, if not written by him, it's all his... His style. It's his company. Yeah. So, so like, all of the... Like, all of the ads and all of, all of Night Vale and all of Alice Isn't Dead is his style. And he has this type of style which really... It works in some formats. I think it works in Night vale. I don't think it works well in this.
1: I think that there was... And I thought I thought the way that it was dealt with initially in this was much better than any of the treatments in Night Vale. And the reason I say that is that in this, you're... Uh, one of my biggest problems with Night vale is that it's so ridiculous that nothing ever has stakes and nothing ever really means anything. And yeah. you never you never really care about some esoteric crap that's happening yeah. and t- after the episode. Whereas with this, I thought that... Because there wasn't, like, too much insane shit going on. A lot of it was just very much, like, magical realism, but, you know, not too surreal. Yeah. I thought it worked throughout the whole of the the run or whatever. My biggest problems were, ironically, not when there was action happening. My biggest problems were when they tried to make moments that
0: shouldn't have been surreal a little weird, just because it was think, part of... I think this is, yeah. You know I what I mean? Is, I think you're, you're pinpointing the exact same issue I had, is that when nothing's happening, they, again, they use his style and they make these weird run-on sentences. And they where don't they, need to. but they explain something over and over again. You're like, it, it's literally a formula where they'll be like... And, like, to her credit, the the voice actor for... What,
1: Jessica Nicole
0: does a sensational Oh, job. I mean, she, like, she does a really good job of taking these words that are really, you know, they're very y. Like, the the script is, when when there's not, like, action happening or yeah. um, when there's not dialogue happening, when it's just her talking um, to the, sort of, into the radio, you get these moments where you're like, man, no one would ever sexually say that. Yeah. I- like, she'll just say sentences, which, like, yeah, sure, she could be a weird artsy person and say that kind of stuff, but there'll be times where it, it just goes a little bit too far and you're like, man, it's... It yeah. just brings he, he, you out of it and makes you realize that you're listening to something ri- written, written by. By think. by think, and I think
1: that's the problem. And and yeah. you know, to his credit, he is really good at what he does. But he's so, I think he's so in his own world now. Yeah, I, and, and he's so like he's so successful that he can't step back and be like, maybe that's too much. And yeah, well, it, you think, know what I mean. I
0: think it's an issue of the format. I think like you know, he's a he's a good writer when he's given. The role of I'm writing a radio show of some non-existent city where weird stuff happens. Yeah, because the, because radio shows As are it's own they're, yeah they're sort of nonchalant. They can be kind of deadpan in this thing, mm. but then when he has this character who has motives and emotions and yeah. has to be a two-dimensional character, you can't really have them just like. It's it's the acting equivalent of staring directly into the camera and just monotoning for a few seconds. Whereas just, like, yeah. if there was, like, a weird artsy film where the main character is this deranged, you know, radio host that you don't know anything about, yeah. having them stare into the camera and monotone deliver something would be unsettling and, like, good. Because yeah. it would be like, oh, this, this dude's unsettling. But exactly. when you have- a main character who you're meant to sympathize with. It makes it kind of hard. Having, having them stare into the camera in monotone is just like, what are they doing?
1: <laughs> and it, it feels, it's it's this idea of, it sometimes to- makes you to, like them
0: less, I think.
1: I think so. And it's referred to in writing sometimes as like this idea of a thesaurus sentence, where mm-hmm. you see one really good word in the thesaurus and you're like, oh, you're I can like, really elaborate yeah. on that yeah. <laughs> and use that and make it into a thing. And Fink has this obsession with the night sky. I don't know if you've noticed, but he's like super obsessed with the night sky um he mentions it like five times in this series yeah um and he mentions it all the time in ivel and that's fine i get it don't don't get me wrong you're allowed to have things you're interested in but i think it takes away from the narrator's character at certain points because she is super like she's really well written a lot of the time like she's complex she has interesting motives yeah um i like the idea and i know that it's sometimes a bit on the nose but i really like the idea that she has this severe anxiety but uh, it, it doesn't necessarily stop her from doing the things that she needs to do.
0: Yeah, they only really touch on it later in like later episodes, anyway. Mm.
1: And by that when... time, it's it's sort of a slow cooking point to that, yeah. where you're like, okay, that makes sense because she you'd be anxious anyway. Yeah. But with this with this anxiety disorder, it's it's, and I just thought it was a really respectful treatment of that kind of a mental problem. Yeah. And and, and I think that for think it's maybe the first time that he's written a character and if we exclude the weird monotones that were clearly just him yeah if you exclude that stuff i think it's the first time that there's a character that he's written where i was like oh yeah i could see her existing
0: yeah like i um, think even like i think my favorite episodes were the ones where sylvia was there because then you just had a decent story well you had you had characters just talking to each other you know, Even though was it was no... the one person talking to herself, it still worked. Yeah, because she put on a fairly convincing Southern accent. Which was kind of excellent. Um, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. I think the most confusing one was wasn't was when it was her talking to um, Alice. Because she didn't change her voice.
1: See, um, that I was fine with, because at that point I was so invested that I... In I think at head... that
0: stage I was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was I was already modified. Like, I was you were fine. like, yeah,
1: yeah, you were like, okay, I kind of get um, it, But, but she I think with Sylvia
0: was good, because it was... For one, Sylvia was a reasonably interesting character. Oh, we got we got some. They silly. had a fairly complex <laughs> relationship as well. <laughs> yeah. and... Like I think
1: I think that's pretty important too. Like it wasn't just, oh, we're friends, yeah. right? Like there was this element of not competition. But there was this element of like real tension that felt. I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't like aggressive tension. It wasn't like competitive tension. But they had a tension to their relationship that was so complex that it was hard to, like, pin down. Yeah. Because, you know, the narrator kind of didn't want to take Sylvia with her because she felt guilty for, like, bringing this kid into this world, but she also knew that this kid would do it anyway, so she felt responsible. Yeah. But feeling responsible and guilty at the same time is like, really complex. And it just kind of was this weird mashing together of ideas that created this kind of complex interaction that they kept having. And it made... It was, like, I was super compelled by when they were having these... Uh, not arguments, but, you know, they're trying to work together to solve this mystery... And it felt like it made sense when someone would, you know, one of them would say something, the other one would react in this way. Like, it was so organic and well-considered and just
0: well-constructed. I think one of the biggest sort of tells to the idea that the the format for this kind of thing doesn't require all these crazy esoterics and all this insane shit. All this insane shit, because the most memorable part for me was, like, the parts where... The main characters talking to other people but the the weirdly esoteric part where she helps a like man grow old and then oh with the fucking coffin? coffin i could not give a fl- I, I did you know it was get- a coffin before no i just i that you I know what just confused to be to be honest, again it was the kind of thing where the writing was so like vague and esoteric that i was just like what, what is he doing that, that you know what the problem with that I,
1: I looked at the transcript of that after i watched it because like, it Does like
0: make any more sense with the it words? doesn't
1: for like actually only one reason and it's super annoying because he could have fixed it if he would just done a little more drafting yeah um you need a declarative sentence at some point the problem the problem with that whole sequence is that she's explaining following him through and being confused and she's kind of lost the problem is there's no grounding sentences so like imagine uh and you know what i'm talking about but i'm talking to to you the listener not you the Ben. sure um uh, you've got to imagine like when you're writing a sentence and you're kind of constructing these flowing, really interesting phrases and stuff, a declarative sentence is one that just states a fact, yeah, so a really good example of a declarative sentence is in like a fight scene, so it's like uh he punched me above the left brow or above the above the left eyebrow yeah there's no um ambiguity, you know exactly you know what
0: happened. what happened, yeah,
1: what you needed in that scene was you know um uh he he led me out he uh you know like any like um, I hit the nail with the hammer. Like any and you just needed some tactile declarative sentence somewhere in the middle for you to go, okay, now I'm grounded, and then you can continue. Yeah. But it, it doesn't exist in that sequence. It's all just one And it's I get it. I get, be, I get that it's supposed to be I get that it's supposed to be that she's kinda of walking through in this haze and she's following him and he's I don't even all, know
0: what it's meant to represent. Like it just happened and then ended. And I was it's like not, well, that's, why?
1: Again, that's not it's not supposed to be or mean anything. But the problem with putting it at that point in the story is that we're kind of invested in this thistle man thing and then you have that crazy fucking town that she drives through that is still it still creeps me out. You know when she goes through the town and then she comes back and everyone's crying and then everyone's on fire. Yeah. And then this guy in a truck. That freaked me out. It still freaks me out, the like the way that he wrote that sequence. But the the coffin thing is supposed to be like unnerving, maybe. I like I don't know what it's trying to do. And <laughs> I should know after listening.
0: It's yeah, it's this thing where it, it's such a non sequitur that it's like it it doesn't have a place in the story, because, yeah, you have these hooks, you have these hooks of, like, you know, who is Alice, see you know, the whole, like, who are these characters, and then you have the whole Thistle Man thing. And, like, this coffin scene, I mean, it probably links to something. I would have- be f- like, actually, I think you'll find
1: it. Yeah, we're gonna get- I'm gonna get fucking letters being but like, light. you guys are idiots, it's obviously <laughs> this thing. No, but you're right. You, I mean, you know, the truth is, well, what I would have preferred is a scene where- Maybe she goes to that factory by the sea, and instead of this guy who's getting older or whatever, we meet someone who's had an interaction with a thistle man, you know, many years ago. Or, yeah, or, or and some, we have
0: like the, the something. We have like the character who's interacted with the thistle man thing when um, Sylvia and the main character go to the the, the place, the some, oh the some the town where, yeah. and then she goes we in and she the, asks. Yeah, actually, that's that super
1: creepy when. They, they took out, like, the Other Town episode,
0: where they... Yeah.
1: That's creepy. Like, I thought that was done incredibly well. Yeah. But, but like,
0: they, they could have had that earlier on. They should have seeded of, that earlier on. Yeah, to I sort th- of raise the stakes of the Thistle Man. Because he, like, that's the point of the story. Because he's
1: fucking scary, as an idea. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, shit, this guy, that's just, he f- just like...
0: munches people. And he just turns
1: up. Yeah. And he just... And, but the fact that, you know, fir- he's scarier in the first episode than anywhere else, because he just is around. Like, he's not attacking her. He just, every time she goes to a new town, he's just sitting watching her. Yeah. Or he's, like, in line at a grocery store behind her. Like, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, I like, think- Like, holy and, crap.
0: Yeah, I, I, they built up the- th- I think the Thistle Man idea, they built up really well. Um, the ending, I was, like, so, like, she, she, she quote unquote, killed the Thistle Man. And yeah. then, like, I thought it was going to end there. I thought it was going to be, like, all right, she's- they're just going to end it. She's just going to be, like, stuck. Yeah. They're just going to end it on, like, a super sour note. Yeah. And then they, they, like, they're like, lol jokes, the the fucking A-team army is in it. Yeah, bay, know, was, bay and Creek shipping. And I was just like, oh, really? Like, you guys are just gonna- you guys are gonna good ending this? And then, I think they turned it around They reasonably. kind of didn't good ending it, in the yeah, end. Yeah. Like, I think they- you know, it was the kind of thing where you're just like, oh, great, it's just a cop-out, happy ending. But they kind of- kinda, And then Alice leaves, and you're like, oh. Yeah, like, he kind of twists it a bit, in a way where you're just like, you have no idea, like, what- like, still what's happening. You, 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 you go from... The way that I always think about the ending is you go from
1: having this idea of this picture you're looking at.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and it ends... The picture ends nicely. And then at the very end, he's like, yeah, but what's the big picture? And you're like, oh, I don't... Whoa. I think,
0: you know, like, from here, like, you know, this... The whole idea of Alice Isn't Dead, especially once you get to the ending, it does kind of smell of a little bit of Night Vale... Where they're just like here's the here's like the thistle man story, and here's like the the in like second episode or second season or second part could be like here's the this so and so story.
1: Where yeah. it starts with
0: her in the truck, and then it ends with her doing something, and then she gets saved by the people who work for the same- like, that's the one thing that I was just like, oh, they're setting something up, because the fact that she works for the same company of the people that saved her-
1: Whatever. like- So
0: she's, like, clearly part of something bigger, and, like, the fact that she doesn't get Alice, and Alice is just like, oh, blah, 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 when I'm ready, and yeah. you know the main character's not gonna have any of that. So it's just like, man, they're just gonna set up this, like, fucking Scooby-Doo-style shit. Yeah, she just like keeps solving these, keeps doing the end of time. And like, she keeps getting saved at the end by really the people with the guns. It's like I can see it happening. Really, what I'd like to see is next season,
1: either it's from Alice's perspective. Well, or... yeah,
0: because there was the the last there was the last audio clip at the very end. Yes, where it's a different voice actor. And, and it's she's just like, so and so. How could like you haven't even heard from his, me yet? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it
1: wasn't because uh, that's the weird thing it could be alice or it could be the captain of the bay and creek Shipping that's the people. thing yeah
0: because the because the the dialogue between sylvia and the main character kind of implies that like the voices that the main character puts on yeah. are like the actual person itself so like so sylvia having that west that Southern accent like that's actually Sylvia talking. It's not like Alice. No, not Alice. It's not like the narrator going like Sylvia said this. It's just like it's just the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, but she kind of does do that to a degree. But like a they... Lot of, well,
1: I see what you're saying, but a lot of a lot of the dialogue ends with she said. Like there's a lot of attribution
0: yeah. during it. I, know what I don't know. Saying. I'm like I'm 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 l- leaning on the side that like the fact that the voice at the end is a different voice actor means it's no one that was in the current story.
1: Well, I no still, one that had
0: a voice in the current story. I, so
1: I think it might be Alice, because she doesn't do a voice for Alice.
0: No, but she uh, she doesn't. I know that's the thing that no, annoys me. No, that's what I'm me, saying.
1: Though. All of Alice's
0: dialogue is free
1: and direct speech. It's not. Um, it's not quite. It's like none of it's dialogue. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be Alice, and
0: that could be interesting. And they're just gonna give a voice actor to Alice. Now. I
1: think that'd be yeah. cool. But that being said, I thought Jessica and Nicole did such a fucking good job that they should get oh, it back season two. I mean, she two.
0: like she carried it. Like, like, wow. If it was anyone else, I don't think it would have been nearly as good. I think it
1: was one of those cases where she fits the role perfectly and it just came together and it worked.
0: Yeah. And it even was... the parts that were, like, super awkward and she just can't... didn't work, she, she kind just kind of ca- she just pulled she kept it, out. it working, yeah. yeah. I think she had this, this,
1: something about her intonation, and you know what I will say, actually, is the use of the, um, the radio uh, sound effects and stuff to break up the chronology was kind of awesome throughout i thought that was a really inventive concept
0: yeah i mean they they do it a lot at the start like the first episode is two separate stories and they constantly do the radio yeah. switch which is awesome towards really the like end that. they kind of did it less because there really only was one storyline and then i think at that end. point too you um you don't, you, you'd be kind of sick of it it'd just be too much and to, it would get
1: hard to follow especially with the amount that's happening in those yeah last and episodes. i think the reason
0: why they did it at the start was to like really reinforce the idea is just like this is what the radio click means it means a break yeah like it means Which it's like is a really chapter good, or a split in it's, something it's
1: good structural establishment yeah for the listener because they go okay when the radio, there's a, there's a jump in time or it's, it's, there's a pause yeah. in the time of it the it's, or... a like I, you know, it's, it's a
0: change. It's a change of state of some kind. Yeah. Instead of just... Because later on, a lot of the times, like, the break will... You know, like, in the first episode, the break means they're basically bouncing between these two storylines yeah. in a linear fashion. And then, like, you know, there are some s- middle episodes where break goes, like, back in time yeah. on, along the same timeline. But then you have, later on, like, a break will just sort of be a gap. Yeah, yeah, there'll or, be a time that yeah, passed, and yeah. she'll keep
1: telling the same story, or, yeah. or it'll be a literal break in time, yeah. where it's, like, six hours later and she's still driving or whatever. Yeah. But I think that this is one of those few stories, and it is it is an American road trip story, which is always something that I enjoy, but I think it's one of the few stories that really looks at how difficult it can be to be a truck driver and do this kind of job.
0: Well, that was the thing I was, like, towards the end, I was just like, oh, she's actually just, like, she kind of enjoys truck driving. And it's funny, because... <laughs> it's kind of odd. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. It start, you your. your... Like, the perception you have of her is just like, oh, she's just kind of taken this job as, like, an to, excuse to go, and look, to for go Alice. and look for Alice. But after a while, she but kind of starts to enjoy it. But you also kind
1: it. of enjoy her enjoying it. I think it's really good. It's very empathetic toward that, those people that do that. And not enough material looks at jobs like that and tries to make them, like, Interesting. <laughs> inter- yeah, or even, like, you, you, like, most people wouldn't even be able to, like, understand what driving a truck is like. Yeah. But having listened to that... I have the vaguest sense, like, I have a much more vague sense of, like, how it might be to actually inhabit that role as a person that drives a truck for, like, 12 hours a day. And how weirdly insane you become after a while. Yeah. And I think that that,
0: if if nothing else, else, he's he's fucking loco.
1: Yeah. Like, the (laughs) the cool thing about it is that it's never, like, I don't think it ever goes too over the top. With how crazy no, she it, starts to become. they
0: only do, like, the singing along to the music once. Yeah. Which is nice. Which was nice. They don't do it constantly. Yeah, because um, you would be like, Because you would be doing that constantly. You do yeah. it all the time. Yeah.
1: But then eventually you'd you'd be like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, I th- I think that it... I think it's a good step in the right direction for them, but there are some... I think Fink needs to reel in a little bit of his... um
0: Of those those moments that are very much... Those just long... Just his voice. I think it's just, like... When it, yeah, when it's just like, I'm gonna start writing poetry now. And you're Which like, you, don't. And you like, can do this, that. This, yeah. You can do that when it's not like the main character talking. Yeah. Because no one talks in poetry. It's, uh. People oh, just talk.
1: It's the triad problem. So, like, a really common structure of grammar is a triad so with like three beats. Yeah. No one in real life speaks like that, yeah. but you write like that all the time because it's beautiful and it's a
0: really good way of writing. Yeah, but there's a
1: lot of triads in this and no one talks like that. And if someone spoke to you in triads on the bus, you'd be like, get the fuck away
0: from you'd me. You'd be like, mm, weirdo you're on the You're yeah. insane. So
1: like it kind of, yeah, I see what you mean with that. Like it does get a bit much. Yeah. After a while.
0: But like- And I, that's why I enjoyed the parts where she's actually talking to, to a person because they don't, she doesn't. There's no it's, sense. There's, there's just actual There's dialogue. no tendency to
1: lapse into and that. you're like, all right, thanks. They're having interactions. Yeah. Yeah, no totally.
0: And I mean you could argue that it's like, oh that like, like it's her it's not really her talking, it's more like her thinking, like her thought process. And people think and but poetry it's just like, well no, because she explicitly says she's talking, she's talking on the talking radio. radio. The other the only But th- also <laughs> What we don't
1: have actually is we never get a resolution as to whether or not Alice heard her, we just know that the thistle man does on the radio. Like we don't know if Alice is listening to her talk to the, the everything. I guess she must, because she turns up
0: at the other yeah town. possibly because it's the Quit. thing where like yeah when i was when when she said she was talking to the radio i was just like those things are open like it's like those channels are open like radio channels are just yeah but- just beaming out there it's kind of it'd be kind of weird like if you were like another truck driver just like scanning the channels and comes across this weird delusional woman talking about yeah, that is true about a thistle man he'd just be like yeah that's enough for today <laughs> but then people in the world think that she's
1: insane also so i guess they kind of hang fair, they hang yeah. a lampshade on that a bit but they're like yeah and you would think she's insane yeah so i think to a degree they kind of solved that problem yeah um
0: look but at me still defending... people don't people don't talk and no i know apology. yeah <laughs> it <what> I me. Mean. <laughs>
1: no like i thought I, I really i really enjoyed it and i just think it's a step in the right direction yeah i mean i still enjoyed
0: do. it there were parts that i hated um yeah like the the ads yeah, that, Get that shit out of here. I mean, you need to get paid by, like, I'm gonna skip it. Yeah. Because it's... Just put it at the end. It's kind of obnoxious. Yeah, just put it at the end. And, yeah. like, don't do the chicken on the road joke. It's not funny.
1: Yeah, um, and I guess... But I guess for, that, for I, guess, I guess for that, I guess for that audience it is.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I guess that... There were yeah, there is that group of people that enjoy that kind of because like it's not for us humor. That's the truth. Like it's, it's just not a very show that's not us. ours. Yeah, but
1: I still enjoyed it, and
0: yeah, I enjoyed the parts that were good.
1: Yeah, and I thought it I just super well put together, like very slick execution. Yeah,
0: I think the I think like the sort of audio audio work is super underrated. Like audio oh. work for her is just incredible.
1: It's so hard to do. From yeah. someone that does it <laughs> yeah. on a daily basis, it's, it's so uh, hard to do in that way and have it work every time. Yeah, So, yeah. I, I just I'm thoroughly impressed with it, and I think that if if they're going to do more, they need to kind of try and learn some lessons from this season.
0: Yeah. Maybe get a different writer. <laughs> well, not even maybe that. Maybe get someone else to write for Fink. Well, I so think when Fink what... starts to... no, going just, rambly, they can a... just You just need an editor. It's all. You it. just need, you need someone who's yeah. outside
1: of their world to edit. Yeah. To, you and know, make go it through actually
0: and... workable. Well, just
1: tighten up. Because like the majority of it works, but just tighten up those bits that lapse into his voice. And that's what a good editor does. Yeah. Um, that's their job, is to make sure that it's all coherent and consistent. Yep. So- yeah i think that'll do it for this one where can people find us ben oh shit yeah it's the tough the age old the age quandary you know one day i'll get one day uh we're on the twitter at dcm underscore works we also track hashtag afa pod if you want to chuck us a sweet tweet a bro um we're also on the facebook uh dcm works social you can follow us there it's probably the best way to twitter and facebook are the best way to stay up to date yeah we're also on the patreons if you want to chuck us a buck. A dollary do. Bach. Um, this episode is uh, powered by. German, German. Uh, I'm sorry? Very old what? Uh, composer. What? Bach. Um, it's not powered by Bach. Uh, this episode is <laughs> powered by DigitalOcean. <sighs> uh, we talk about them a bunch. They're a fantastic service. They're web hosting. Easy to use. You get $10 a credit on us. Just go to slash ocean. I'm at dcm. I hate pie. I'm at literal citrus. And we'll see you guys next week. There was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating
0: thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. It fun. makes us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of stretchables. Oh my god, bread. we did. There's a big lesson here to learn
1: about Storytelling.